And you are joining us for another edition of Sparks Notes. Today, I am joined by the head honcho himself, <laughs> Macomb Mayor Mike Inman. How are you doing today? Uh, it's great to be with you here today. We're experiencing some unusually good weather here at uh, the beginning of December, so we'll take that. You know, I won't even bother looking a gift horse in the mouth. I'm, I'm <laughs> good quite answer. okay with this Good one. answer. Uh, speaking of good answers and good things, I got you in today because, well, we're not talking about anything in particular. Instead, we're going to take kind of a broad view, a, uh, a 2023 year in review we're closing out 2023 and i thought you know what it's a good time to really reflect on what kind of year it's been and i'd say all things it's been really good it's, it's not been bad we've got a lot of folks uh, across the board not only in city government working hard and doing good work but all of our community partners and stakeholders are by and large getting along pretty darn well and i think that bodes well for the community as a whole and I'm grateful for that Absolutely. And I, I think as a whole, the city is on the upswing, especially this far out from COVID. Uh, there are some trials and tribulations this year, and we'll kind of touch on that. But let's uh, let's start really simple and talk about the booming economy here in Macomb in the year 2023. Sure. So we, we've had an unusual um, continued uplift in our sales tax receipts across the board. We have some unique figures in there as well when it comes to video gaming receipts and sale of cannabis receipts. Uh, our cannabis dispensary year and our video gaming components here in the community have added a good number of dollars to the city's tax base, as well as general sales tax revenue. People are spending money locally. When we talk about our partners of the Chamber of Commerce. Credit for that, for uh, always promoting Shop Local. Uh, but we've got some room to improve, and we'll talk about that maybe a little bit and what we have coming up after 2024 starts. Uh, you know, we had some large-scale big-box transfer hands here. Uh, empty Kmart stores now new ownership. That was several months in the making. That's come to pass, and we're looking for some great opportunity for uh, that to bring new retail stores into the community in 2024. Those folks also acquired other additional vacant property in the community and have plans to redevelop it. So yeah, I agree. I think we're, we're on the upswing. We've had a good 2023 and looks like 2024 is going to carry us right on through for more good news when it comes to sales tax generation, retail development all across the board. And a lot of that in no small part is thanks to the uh, continued work of some of our civil servants, uh, including some new faces in the municipal you government. Bet. You bet. So we had some elections earlier this year. We have uh, new aldermanic representation and Alderman Justin Shu is representing the first ward now. We have Alderman Byron Shabazz, who's come on to the board as uh, the council is new. And kind of what is old is new again, we have Alderman Dave Dorsett back on the city council. He was reelected after a few years off the council. And then we had a little change up and Alderman Don Wynn went from a uh, automatic position where he was over ward alderman. He's now an alderman at large. We've also seen some other new faces at City Hall. Savannah Ballard is our new downtown and development director and promotions person. Uh, we had uh, actually two new treasurers. We had an election that brought Mac Price into the city treasurer's office for several months, but due to some personal issues with uh, taking care of a family member, he uh, chose to vacate that seat, and we were able to appoint Andrea Henderson. I'm grateful for her willingness to accept that appointment as a new city treasurer. And we've seen some other new faces in City Hall, and for example, my executive secretary, Julie Adair, retired this year, got a new person, and Jessica Fink. And all in all, we've got good people doing good things across the board in City Hall. You bet. A lot of their contributions are felt widespread, and it's part of really what's kind of helped the city grow uh, this far removed from COVID. 
I know that those were a couple trying years, but I think since then, McCombs been on an upswing, as we've uh, said before. you bet. And we've put uh, the funds that we got from uh, ARPA funds and put those to good use. For example, we put uh, over $350,000 into a local program to rehab some housing units here in Macomb. Uh, Those came to pass in this last year. All that money, with the exception of maybe two or three units, were completed on time and on budget there. And what we hope to see from those is continued reinvestment by private individuals in their homes. And as an offshoot, we were able to acquire about a million and a half dollars in additional funding for some other rehab projects in the community that will come to fruition in 2024. So we thank John Bannon and his crew for getting after those grants. I think they'll put those to good use. We put $1.4 million in road improvements. Some of that was ARPA funds as well. And we we think we put those to good use. Have we got more money that we could uh, use to make road improvements? Absolutely. And one of the improvements that we had hoped to get done in 23 is not going to happen until 2024. And that's the complete redevelopment, the rebuild of South Johnson Street from Grant to Harmony. That came in substantially over budget when we let that for bids. And we've made some some modifications, some slight modifications. We'll put that out for bid then again uh, after the first of the year. But, you know, we've had some other uh, new faces in city government. We've had any number of new police officers join the police force after some folks decided that they were uh, ready to retire and move on. We've seen a couple of new firefighters join the ranks. And of course, we've had a change in the administration at the police department. We uh, said goodbye to Drell Jones, wished him very, very good luck in his new job. And we now have Jeff Hamer. And Jeff Hamer has taken on the, the reins of the police chief role, and he's done a great job. Now, of course, we touched on the road and utility projects going on here in Macomb. There's a few of them that's been taken care of. I know, especially in my neighborhood, some roads being resurfaced and credit to the uh, city works department sure. for getting all of that handled. Well, most of uh, uh, most of those improvements were handled by private contractors, but our public works department does a great job of maintaining what they're capable of. We've had good work on their part entire year. You know, when your water main breaks, that's if it's one in the afternoon or one in the morning, they're out there repairing that. And so that your service is minimal disrupted when they make those repairs. And to that end, we've got all sorts of opportunity in the next year to get grant monies into the neighborhoods and replace those components, whether it's water or sewer. We've got grant dollars in the hopper ready to start those projects and continue, in some cases, many of those projects into 2024. One thing we did get accomplished in uh, 2023 is drilling a preliminary test well for a new water treatment site here in the southwest part of town. The results of that drilling are supposed to be available to us within the next 10 to 14 days. And we believe that that's the site that we're going to end up. It won't be done in 2024, I can tell you that, but it won't be too long after that, that that'll be coming up out of the ground if all those things fall into place that we believe, we, we believe that likely they will. Uh, speaking on things, I guess, less background, more forefront, on a lighter note, there were quite a few new murals being unveiled in the community too. Absolutely. You know, we had a continued commitment, I think, in general on the community's part of making Macomb an arts community. As you well know, the east side of the sports corner saw a new mural there. Um, we dedicated several other murals in, in the community, and uh, that appears to be an ongoing effort. Rocky on Parade uh, had another issue of uh, Rocky dogs uh, hitting the community. And then, of course, uh, along those same lines, we're going to be the largest monopoly board in the world here coming up just after the first of the year. But all the groundwork for that was laid in 2023, and you'll see that, I think, uh, come to pass in the first half of next year. Absolutely. Yeah. And thanks a lot to Jock Headblade and the crew down at the Macomb Area Convention of Visitors Bureau. Absolutely. Now, really getting into the meat of today, talking about the high points, uh, right off the top, the big one, I think, especially for the community every year, is the Heritage Days Festival. Sure. Jock Headblade and the CVB folks and his uh, Heritage Days Committee, they did a great job this year of getting that rolled out. 
by and large, the weather was great, and an, another great uh, year of Heritage Days, where we bring thousands of people into the community for a celebration of the community's heritage and an opportunity for many, many folks to renew old friendships and reunions and things like that. And, and again, they hit it out of the park this year. Absolutely. And it seems like every year, there's just more and more growth in that department. You bet. Another event that actually went on this year was the block party. So <laughs> Mother Nature gave us the hottest day, I think, pretty much of the summer, but we went ahead and had that event downtown to Chandler Park. We had good turnout. Uh, we implemented a little uh, audible and brought the fire department in to help us out and keep the participants cool there by our 100-foot ladder truck uh, operating as a bit of a cooling station. And I, I just hope that some number of young people took away a, a memory that said, you know, I can remember when we had that big party downtown and the fire department was there. We had a great time running through the water cannon put on by the fire department. That was so cool. And uh, we had great turnout even for from the vendors there, they withstood the heat. We had a good turnout by both students from Spoon River College and Western Illinois University. By and large, a great event. And again, one of the first things that Savannah Ballard had a hand in, and we were grateful for her. A great test for her abilities. Absolutely. And then the other big festival for the year, I guess this one kind of butted up against something for Western Illinois. It was the Art, Wind, and Fire, which ran parallel to the Western Illinois Mega Reunion. Absolutely. And Art, Wind, and Fire is always a great weekend. Almost too many things to do, and i got to be careful how I say that. You know, I often am approached by folks, you know, there's just nothing to do in Macomb. And that would be the weekend we would hold out as, here you go. So many options. And grateful for the folks that put together the Mega Reunion. Not quite what we had hoped, but with the full understanding that that was suppressed by COVID, that was a well-managed event, an excellent attempt to bring folks into the community for a good time. I think those folks that came here were duly impressed and did have a great time. Do we wish it had been a little larger event? Absolutely. Uh, maybe we'll give it a shot again uh, if those folks on the other side of the equation at uh, the Mega Reunion want to do that. I'm sure they're going to find a willing partner in the city. Definitely a great building point for them. And of course, the the Forgottonia celebration also went on with all of those as well. Absolutely. Definitely a jam-packed weekend. It was. And then, of course, maybe not as big as the other three, but I think a momentous event, one way or the other, something a long time coming, was the unveiling of the new middle school for the Macomb School District. A, a great opportunity for the community there. Dr. Toomey, the school board, all those folks that had a hand in developing that project deserve a great round of applause. The, the building is state-of-the-art uh, educational center for middle school children, long overdue, it relieves a lot of pressure and, and many, if not all, of the attendance centers for the school district, and by and large, a great addition to the community. A significant investment in dollars, and again, my hats off to Dr. Toomey and the board, and I'm grateful to be a part of the groundbreaking and be a part of the ribbon-cutting ceremony on that project. Yeah, all in all, great project. Looking at something, maybe trying to find a silver lining in some things that were more trying for the community, of course, the uh, the South Johnson Street shooting. Um, you know, one of the downsides of our year in review was an incident where, you know, my goodness, 10 people were shot in, in a house party in, in North Johnson Street in Macomb. The bright side of that, if there, if you will allow me to call it that, is that our hospital and the ER staff and our physicians staffing that ER did an outstanding job. I got to see firsthand uh, during the early morning hours of that event how dynamic and uh, credible and actually just fully confident in, in what they do and getting uh, those folks that were injured initially treated and uh, off to other places if necessary. But what could have been a, an even more tragic event, our ER staff, nurses, physicians, and all those folks just did an outstanding job of managing those patients and, and doing a good job of saving lives. The events of um, 
North Johnson Street were, you know, trying for the campus community, trying for our first responders. And again, I noted uh, just a few minutes ago, the hospital did a great job, but our first responders can't be ignored on how going on to that scene and dealing with that from the very initial moments upon their arrival, they did an outstanding job. Uh, both our AMS personnel through lifeguard, our firefighters, and our police department worked very collaboratively with all those uh, services together, not only to treat and get those victims to uh, the hospital, but to work through the investigative process. And we had some assistance from the Illinois State Police and the Sheriff's Department for sure. But our detectives, our patrol officers did a great job in securing the scene and then processing the scene and ultimately uh, getting to the bottom of what occurred and suspect in custody awaiting uh, trial. So not an event we want to have here happen with any frequency by any means, but reassuring to know that our folks stood up and took care of the issue. And then at least a few months after that, another tough time for the community was, of course, the derecho that swept through. Sure. And, you know, talk about standing up, you know, our public works department, we talked about them a few minutes ago, but man, uh, they did a great job. Now, we brought some help in from a mutual aid service with the Illinois Public Works Mutual Aid uh, Network. We're grateful for those communities that send us personnel to assist in that uh, recovery from that operation. Our folks did the yeoman's work at the front end of that, and then those folks came in from those other municipalities for a little over a week and helped us out. And we're still dealing with some of those effects. Our city arborist is continuing to monitor trees that may have been damaged and assess whether they need to be further remediation to those trees, whether that's just trimming them or in fact taking them down. They're dealing with that uh, nearly on a daily basis. We're grateful for uh, the hard work that our crews put in during the first few days of that. A lot of overtime, a lot of commitment to dealing with getting streets open, down, down power lines, taking care of all those good things. They did a great job. Again, we've got FEMA money that we'll be getting to reimburse Versus for that. We're finalizing getting those reports. Those are due here in the next 30 days or so. We were declared a disaster area. We're grateful for receiving that designation. Not, not something you want to go out and ask for every weekend, obviously. But when it's needed, you want to make sure you have assets and availability to getting reimbursed for outland. That process is well underway and likely to be done within the first 60 days or so of 2024. Yeah, you bet. And I, w- I would want to say that on the Less so on the government side, but more on the community side. It was actually kind of inspiring, especially that even in the first couple hours afterwards, you saw people out there helping each other to clear the debris. And then in the days following, a lot of businesses definitely stepped up, even if it was just lending their storefronts as a place for people to come in and cool off. Because, of course, during that time, it was very, yeah, the power outage, (laughs) it was hot, but also gave people a chance to charge their phones so that they could stay in contact with loved ones and keep on top of making sure, you know, that they're, you know, getting a timeline on when their utilities were being reconnected. And I know even for me, that was a very stressful time, but, you know, through the aid of local businesses, I was able to keep on top of that. Well, one one thing that we learned from that for sure is we need an emergency generator at City Hall. It serves as a cooling center. And unfortunately, we were offline for about four days. And we did work collaboratively with uh, our energy provider, Ameren. They did get uh, additional assets into the community to help restore power. Uh, don't believe it was done anything other than professionally. We got a very good response. It was a wide-ranging event all across from one side of the state to the other, and Ameren's assets were taxed to the, to the maximum. They were responsive to us, and we were grateful for that. You bet. And yeah, especially with a storm like that that stretched from one side of the state to the other. I'd say all things considered, Macomb still got a light touch for it yeah. compared to some other communities. But 
we dealt with it as best as we could. No, and your and your comments about the the community itself coming together, that's what we like about McCall. And of course, you know, I think that really kind of puts a bright note on the capstone for 2023. There's a lot that's happened, but like I said early on, a lot of this was all good things. I think if you if you looked at the year as a whole, it was definitely a positive note. And as we move forward, of course, looking ahead to 2024, there of course are a lot of the events we talked about, they're going to be recurring. A lot of excitement for that. There's new events and projects going on that maybe haven't been talked about. Some construction projects, redevelopments, things that are in the works. So don't worry about that. That's, That's right. We'll, we'll keep you in the loop there. That is definitely happening. Of course, uh, briefly touched on the uh, Convention and Visitor Bureau's world's largest Monopoly game. That one is definitely going to be happening next year. Absolutely. We've got the date set and... Uh, they're ready to go. And of course, as we close out 23, a lot of thanks and well wishes to everybody in the community for all of your efforts and thoughts and just in general, you know, all of that. I, I'm sure you'd like to echo that. Well, sentiment. we've got a great community partnership based here. Uh, everyone from the Western Island University, uh, all the, the businesses, our major employers in the community. We have a great working relationship with the leadership across the board. We're grateful for that. We're grateful for their willingness to partner with the city to make Macomb the very best place it can be. And we don't see that changing. We see still good things, good relationships, and people stepping up when necessary in these crisis situations. But we'd like the folks to know that whether there's a crisis or not, folks are working together to make Macomb the very best place it can be. And we couldn't be happier about that. Absolutely. Mary Inman, I want to thank you so much for stopping out today to uh, kind of, like I said, review 2023 and close the book on it as we move forward to 2024. Absolutely. We wish everybody the very best during this holiday season and the very best in 2024.